it's time for Rod and Real Radio with your hosts, Hop Along John Cassidy, fresh and saltwater expert angler Stan Vanderberg, and all-around outdoors fishing and hunting enthusiast Wendy Toshihara. If you love the outdoors, enjoy salt or freshwater fishing, this is the show for you. We'll cover most all of the fishing tournaments and events with special reports while providing you with the information you need as to how and where to experience the best fishing opportunities in Southern California, Baja, Alaska, or just about anywhere the fish are biting. Rod and Real Radio brought to you by El Cajon Ford at Broadway and Main or online at ElCajonFord.com. Whether it's time for a new or used car or truck or you need to take advantage of San Diego's best quick lane for service with genuine Ford parts, brand name tires at competitive prices, remember nobody beats El Cajon Ford. We have some fantastic guests and reports lined up for you this evening, so sit back, relax, and get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. It's all right here, right now, on Rod and Real Radio, the best stop on your radio. Radio dial for all the information you need for fishing opportunities all over the United States. Now here's your host, Hop Along, John Cassidy. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to Rod Real Radio. And you know, our underfished host, John Cassidy, is finally fishing. <laughs> he is up in Alaska and doing his best to put a herd on the various fish at the lodge up there. We're going to hear more from him probably next week because I don't know. If he even has a cell site or a cell signal up there, you probably don't. But in the meantime, we've got a jam-packed show tonight. We're going to bring you something old made new. We're going to talk to the champion of the uh, Clear Lake Open up north. We're going to have an inshore account with uh, Captain James Nelson. John Campbell is going to give us a real quick report on what's happening with the Yellowtail Derby. Uh, Wendy and Lori are going to give us what's going on with Ladies Trip that's coming on, and uh, we'll have a, a Crowley information coming up along with Chuck Taft at the end to wrap up what's happening on the ocean. But before we get into any of this, let me introduce our wonderful co-host who is up in her neck of the woods and, and working to get everything done to help us get along with the show, Ms. Wendy Tojihara. Wendy, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. It's good to hear your voice and... Stop texting and emailing. <laughs> but it looks like we got this thing put together. Well, so far so good. You know, this is live radio, so we never know what happens in the box, but we're going to give it our best shot nonetheless. But why don't we just get started here? I've asked a gentleman to, uh, to be on the show with us here. He's uh, something old and something new. Uh, he's came up with how to build a better mousetrap. So why don't we get him on the, the line right now from Calco's Fishing Dave Romanis. Dave, welcome to Rod and Real Radio. How you doing? Thank you. You're very welcome, my friend. Well, this is a situation where every once in a while I find something that I think is a better mousetrap than what we've been using, and especially in the bass fishing world or in the fishing world in general. And Dave has come yep. up with several products that uh, they've been on the market and off the market, and he came up with a better way of building them. And why don't you tell us a little bit about Cal Coast Fishing and then what you've got, and we'll walk you through the people through what you've got. All right. Well, Calcoast Fishing, uh, I started it about a year and a half ago. Um, my first product was a product called the Bait Sack. It was basically, it's basically a, a, lure, a lure protector storage product that um, instead of the wraps, the, the Velcro wraps out there, um, I I thought I think I made a better one. <laughs> Doesn't have that, any velcro. It's more of a pouch where you squeeze it open, drop the lure in, 
and um, and then it just sort of went from there. I, I I made that, and I started selling them, and they started taking off. And then I made uh, some other products, and uh, we're uh, we're on the road right now. We're just we're well, let's talk about the bait sack. There. That's the it used to be a bait wrap that was a Velcro wrap that would go around your lures to keep the guys from getting hooked in your boat or along the side rail of the boats on the ocean. Just keep your hooks out of your way. It was a uh, plastic type of thing, and your new one is is still plastic, but it's a way to put the hooks around the bait and then attach it to your rod so it doesn't swing with a clip. Exactly. Is there it's a name for, for your it's, pouch? The, it's called the bait sack. Bait sack. Called the bait sack. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's just an easier way to do it. I, you know, I used to use the wraps, and they were just they just didn't get it done for me and um also for the the a rig when they when the a rigs were were real popular so popular but um it was there was really nothing out there that stored the a rigs um so that's really the main reason why i made the the bait sack uh for the a rig and then i just started using it for everything with uh exposed you know treble hooks or um you'd use it for anything so um yeah that's basically how it how it started and you have three sizes, a small one, which is for what, Rapala or small crankbaits? Yep. Uh, small top water. I use them for all my top waters. Uh, I even use some of the deep dive. I throw the, the Spro deep diver, and I, I use that for, I use a small one for that, but some people like to use the medium for that. But, yeah, small, medium, and large. Um, the medium you could use for the finesse A-rigs. Um, smaller swim baits, uh, big deep divers if you want, and then the large is for the regular size A rigs and bigger swim baits and stuff like that. You so, could even use the large for iron for the ocean, or even for your smaller, uh, bigger troll baits for Wahoo. Even so, you might even yeah, be able yes, to get you, one of the yes, small marauders in that. Yeah, might you be can. able to get a big marauder my, in that one. Yeah, my um. The, the products were based, I geared them towards bass fishing, but it doesn't mean that you can't use them for the salt. And, in fact, I'm I'm probably, I've had a lot of people, like for walleye and, and stuff like that, they've, they've asked me to make a, actually a bigger one um, than the large. So I'm, I'm in the process of, of doing something like that. And um, I just came out with the blackout one for the, because the original ones are clear, and uh, the blackout ones for tournament fishermen that want to sort of hide their bait, <laughs> you know what I mean? So they're tied up on the de- you know they're tied up on the rods on the deck. They don't have to cut them off, and when they're coming into weigh in or anything like that. So that's not that's not uh, a bad idea. <laughs> it is pretty funny. No, though, is it? Thinking, hey, that, that actually I, work. <laughs> I don't You're, know what uh, it looks yeah. like. So is it a hard plastic? Is it a soft plastic? No, is it like those remember soft, those coin purses we used to get, and then you squeeze it and it opens? Is it? Exactly. That's exactly what it's like. Yep. Oh, okay. It's a pliable, pliable uh, PVC plastic with, uh, and we have a clip that you put on the back of it. You can clip it onto your rod, so everything's tied on, and and you know it, it's just accessible, right? Just like that. Or you can use them. You don't have to put them on your rod. A lot of I I use them a lot. I'll throw a bunch of stuff in those and throw them in my boat, and that way I don't have to. If I know that they're eating crankbaits or A-rigs or whatever, I just throw them in there, and they're easy to grab. You don't have to go through all your planos and looking for all your stuff. Yeah, so, but even if you want to um, 
if you wanted to put a bait in and clip it to your rod and put it in your live well, it's there and it's not going to get tangled with everything else, which is pretty convenient. I really like these. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, it's, it's basically for keeping stuff untangled. Your rod locker, when you got stuff tied on, um, you, you got all your rods in your rod locker. They're not going to get tangled up in there. On the deck of your boat, even especially if you have kids or if you have dogs, if you're out there fun fishing, and um, you don't have to worry about, you know, the dogs getting getting a hook in them or, or even your kids, you know what I mean? If you have kids running around on boats. So, no, it's a great um, yeah, little product. Been really good. Yeah. It's, it's been, a great it's product, really and I've already been using them. Uh, the other One of the other products, the reason I actually called him originally and talked to him is he came up with a new system for cull clips for attaching the you know uh, something to the bass that you could identify the the fish one two three four or five in your well and and a way to to actually weigh the fish without taking the clip out or without poking a hole in them. So talk a little about your your cull clips. Yeah, the, the clip and cull. We just came out with those. Um, God, I've been it's been crazy lately. I don't even remember. I think it's been three months. Three months now, we came out with the clip and coal, and yeah, it's just a it's a a uh, conservation way to stop putting holes in the fish. You know what I mean? To yep. We, I got tired of catching fish with the big gaping holes in them from people that don't know how to use those coal tags. You know the the puncture tags, and yep. um, so I just got you know I started hearing hey. There's clips out there. Uh, obviously, I'm not the first one to come out with a with a clip, but the problem with the previous clips is they never stayed on the fish. Correct. So people got frustrated with them and they never used them. So I figured, hey, I'm going to make one. I'm going to figure out a way to make one that stay on the fish and actually work. So that's what we did. We got a ratchet system to it um, where you lock it down. You have to. It's almost like a syringe type of movement where you have to press down. It unlocks it. The teeth. And then it spreads it apart, so um, a fish isn't going to be able to get out of that. So if you put them on right and you clamp them down, the fish aren't coming off of it. Well, that's so. the good thing because you can open them up quickly or put your thumb in a slot in a hole, and then you've got two little yep. uh, wings on the outside. You push down, it opens the clip up and holds it there. And then when you push it into the put it in the fish's mouth and and clamp it on the lip, it's got ratchets that as it clicks closed, it doesn't come unbuttoned on you. Which that's been the it, biggest it, part. And it's soft. That's the biggest, yeah, that's been the biggest problem. And it's all one-handed. You can do all that stuff with one hand. You don't have Correct. to have three hands. You can hold your you hold your fish, put the, clamp, uh, put the clip on it, and you're done. Even the saltwater so guys color-coded? will like these. They're really convenient. So are they color-coded Even, you know, and numbered? Yeah, they're, yes, they're, they all, they're color-coordinated. They've got colored tops on them with numbers. And even on top of that is a loop. Because he's made it with a uh, piece of—is it nylon cord that that you made that with? Yeah, it's almost like a—it's like a uh, mono. It's like a heavy mono. And then oh, okay. on the and top, you've got the... a little ring on the top that, if you want to put them on a teeter board, they all weigh the same thing. So you can put your fish on the on the teeter board with the clip on, and and it's real simple to weigh your fish that way, and that way you'll know which yeah. one you want to call. Absolutely. Is there a we didn't look at these at? Speaking of that, we just came out with our, our newest product, uh, the Money Beam, which is a coal beam that works with our coaling system. Or you can you can use it with any other coal system also. But 
Um, it has a float on it, so you can keep it in the live well with your smallest fish hooked up on it. So it's super fast and easy. Um, yeah, then we just came out with that. That's our money beam. So, And then one of the other products here that, that is near and dear to my heart, because I actually came up with this little invention in 2004, <laughs> used it at the U.S. Open, shared it with Don Ivino, and he helped me sell a bunch of them. Uh, the other party we have, I was working with, not so much. It came off the market, but you came up with a little better mousetrap. Looks a lot like my little drop shot clip. Why don't you tell us about the Cali clip? The Cali clip, yeah, the Cali clip. I was always wanting to right off the bait set. Well, when I was doing the bait tech, I go, we got to think of something for the drop shot, right? People used to use the, a small bait sack to put their drop shot rig in there, but there's a little hole in all the bait sacks on the bottom for, for water to drain out. So, obviously, those weights, your weight would fall through the bottom, right, a lot of the time. Um, so I started thinking, i got to think of something for for the drop shot, and I started thinking of something. I said, okay, I want to make something that clips onto the thing, and I was talking to a buddy of mine, and he goes, well, I have one of these things, and I've, I've had it for about six years, and I've never seen it anywhere. I said, well, let me see it. What is it? So it was, <laughs> I think yours, Stan, were the blue ones, right? Weren't they yep. blue? They were blue and green, so that was, that's the only one that's been on the market. So you, that's the, it's a copy of my idea. I loved it. Copy, copy of your idea, and I said, "Oh shit!" Well, I mean, I can't do this. And then I had our, I had our um, uh, patent attorney look up and say, "Hey, I can't find these things. Can you do anything and see if these guys are still in business?" I didn't know who made them, you yep. know. And I said, l- l- "Let's see if they're still making these and selling them because I can't find anybody that's selling them." And he said, "Nope, they've been out of." out of business for like 10 years or something like that. They had a provisional patent that expired. They never went any further with it, I guess. And I said, okay, well, then I'm, I'm okay to go ahead. Because obviously I don't want to knock anything off that's, that's you okay. know, in production you have, at that time. It, it was, we'll we'll yeah. talk about that later. It doesn't bother me. It, it's a better mousetrap than, than what we had at the, at, at the originals, and it really, really works. I've got these things on it, every one of my rods. Because it's, if you're throwing a Cinco and you need to attach the line, it just goes into a slot that, that you, once you clip this on your rod, there's a little slot on one side. You just put your line through it. You can put the drop shot through it on one side. It'll hold it so it doesn't bounce around your live well. Or, or I mean, your yep. rod locker. Um, you can put your Cinco's on it, flukes, whatever, anything that you want to put anything. on there. You can even attach your, your crankcase to it because it's got a little hole for the hook to slide into which is brilliant for what we're doing. Yeah, and what we what what I did, Stan, is I made I, I added that hook keeper on the side of it. Um, and you know, just so you can move that's a mobile hook keeper now. You can put that thing anywhere. I I love the Cali Club. I think they're I think everybody awesome. I just, everybody that fishes should have them. Once you've got them on your rod, I, by the way, you will have them on everything you own. That's what I think, too. I mean, it, and it's not only for the drop shot. Like you were just saying, it's for every – I got guys on my staff up north at the Delta that punch all the time. That's all they do. They use it for their punch rig because you don't have to undo that. You don't have to take your hook out of the bait. Say you're, you're fishing a Yamamoto that, you know, that don't last very long. Every time you remove that hook, that damages the bait, right? 
Yep. So that saves them so much time, and they love it, man. And it's I'm it's telling you, Carolina rig, everything. All your products, buddy, work really, really well. Tell us about you've got a website where people can go to, and how can they get a hold of you? Uh, www.calcoastfishing.com. Um, that's that's C-A-L-C-O-A-S-T, our website. Calcoastfishing.com. Yep, and we're in. Uh, we sell all our stuff on our site. Obviously, we're in tackle warehouse. Carries uh, all of our products. Um, uh, some Bass Pro Shops carry our pro- uh, some of our products. Dick Sporting Goods carries some of our products, and then a, a bunch of um, smaller shops around the country do. So we're just starting to get our name out there and um, and growing. So. Well done, it's my friend. Well done. Excellent, excellent products. I think everybody can look into these, and you'll see a lot of guys using them in the future. Yep. Thank you, man. I appreciate well, it. Well, thanks for being with us tonight, David, and I'm sure we'll check in again when you come up with some of your new products. Let me know, and we'll go from there. I already got a few more coming out, so, yep. <laughs> All right, my friend. All right, brother. Thank you, man. You, you be well. Well, it looks like Thank it's time for us to take a little break. And uh, we'll be back with more Rod and Reel Radio, and we're going to interview the winner of the Clear Lake Open. So we'll be back right after this. You can count on El Cajon Ford, as so many Southern Californians have for years. El Cajon Ford has the cars and trucks you can count on, like the all-new Fusion and Escape, Edge, Explorers, and more. And now, Fiestas with 38 MPG and Focus with 40 miles per gallon highway, plus C-Max Energy with up to 42 highway EPA estimates. El Cajon Ford has them now. Shop online at ElCajonFord.com. Choose from hundreds of your favorite F-Series trucks, too. El Cajon Ford knows trucks, no matter what you're hauling or towing, for a great weekend of fishing or for some fun in the desert. Now get special savings on every F-Series truck in stock, 150s, 250s, 350s, at El Cajon Ford. We have commercial trucks, too, including the all-new Transit Connect, finally a commercial van with great mileage, helping your business get moving again. El Cajon Ford, worth the short drive from anywhere in Southern California, Broadway and East Main and El Cajon, or online anytime, anywhere at ElCajonFord.com. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel specialty heat treater to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. The Gamakatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Gamakatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter-day, full- and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. 
Call today, HM Landing, 619-222-1144, or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. Hi, I'm Chad, designer and owner of Hookup Baits. Hookup Baits jigs are the most realistic and effective jigs ever developed. The realistic action and looks of these jigs catch everything from crappie and trout to yellowtail and tuna and everything in between. In fact, in the last year, I have only thrown hookup baits and have caught close to 100 different species of fish. These jigs are so versatile and easy to use with eight different sizes and colors to match the hatch wherever you fish. You can fish them on top, you can fish them on the bottom, fast, slow, and even troll them. You can find these great jigs for fresh and saltwater fishing at hookupbaits.com. 2015 and 16, Quantum Fishing's gone and done it again for you with the brand new redesigned Smoke PT Reel Series. Everything from your spinning reels all the way to your bait casters, the PTA design has the new PTXA frame, Lighter, stronger, bone-crushing drag, quantum fishing. We are performance-tuned. Check them out at Angler's Arsenal in La Mesa or anglersarsenal.com or give us a call at 619-466-8355. It's a big deal. You know, I've always wanted to be on Rod and Reel Radio Live. <laughs> <laughs> I won the Bassmaster Classic. I did a, a McDonald's commercial, but now I know I've made it. I fulfilled my dream, <laughs> That is just absolutely awesome. Well, we are back with Rod and Real Radio. And for years when I was traveling up north and competing against the best of the best in the west, I always ran into this one guy that I competed against, and we had a long-going, fun relationship about who was going to beat the other guy. And not so much who was going to win the money, it was just going to who beat the other guy for a long point, a long, long time. So... You know, it's my pleasure to introduce a gentleman by the name of Wayne Brazil, and Wayne just won the Clear Lake Open for the second year in a row, which is really incredibly hard to do in any tournament circuit win two in a row, but that one is even worse. Wayne, welcome to the show. Hey, Stan. Great to be with you guys. Uh, Great. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Are you kidding, brother? It's a pleasure, especially, you know, I mean, like I was saying, we had... We had such fun fishing against each other, just trying to beat the other guy for years. That was a good old days. That was a long time ago. It feels like it was yesterday, but, man, it was a long time ago. And that's true. You were fishing with your dad and some other guys back when, and uh, that was just a lot of fun. I'd stayed at your house when, when we were in the competitions up there in the fish-offs, but uh, a yeah, lot of fun. We used, to have some, we, we used to have some pretty good dinners. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> and in the meantime, you have continued the. To win and win well, my friend, and not just these, but other tournaments. But, you know, last year you won the Clear Lake Open. How much weight did you have last year? Uh, I think I had 85 or 86 pounds last year. The, the fishing last year, the, the bigger fish were biting a little bit better last year. Well, you know, taking into consideration 80, 80 pounds or 86 pounds, uh, for that's three days of fishing, correct? Yeah, that's yeah, that's three days, right. But, yeah. you know, when you're looking at 25 pounds plus per day, I don't care what wow. tournament you're in, that's a lot of weight. Yeah, it's a lot of weight. This lake, uh, it's amazing, this lake. I mean, it's just, you can go out and catch a 10-pounder any day you want if you, if you really work at it. That's, well, that's really true, and, and some days you'll catch more than, than one. It's, 
it's still got that fishery involved with it. And swim bait, you guys yeah. love it. You know, and post or pre-spawn, it's really that way. Post-spawn, it becomes a lake like any other, but you still have a chance of catching a fish of lifetime. So, so what happened this year? You were let me take you down the road here. What were your pre-fishing? What'd you find? And let's go through the three days. Uh, well, the weather was changing up here. I don't know if it was down there, but every every other day we were having storm fronts come through. It's been like that. You know, we've had record rains up here, and the lake uh, went from super low two years ago to last year was pretty full, and this year they actually closed the lake because the water went up so high. Um, the lake was closed for, I don't know, maybe a month or so, and then they had a five-mile-an-hour limit on it, so the lake yeah, is totally different. I heard they didn't want the waves rolling into the in people's houses from the boat wakes. That's exactly. That's why it was close because the the lake was uh, so far over flood stage that it, you know they didn't, people houses were actually flooding and they didn't want any boat wakes. But you can understand that. I mean, I didn't sure. blame them at all for that. Yeah, <laughs> but that's full. How how's the bait situation there? How's the what? How is the bait situation there? Oh, the bait situation here is beyond belief. There's there's shad everywhere. It's been. Uh, Last year was an incredible uh, population of shad, and it's just it's just blown up this year. And it's really the, actually the bait's effect and the way the bite is. It's made the bite actually tougher because there's so much bait. Well, that's that's always the case. If you got too much bait around, you got to go someplace where there is no bait to fish because the fish aren't feeding on it that way. <laughs> yeah, that's actually one of my keys. Is I try to stay away from the bait. Uh, the bait does help the size of the fish. <laughs> But it sure makes it tough to catch those fish. Oh yeah, if there's a lot of it around, you might as well just move. So, so what what did you find pre-fishing? What were you using, and then take us through the the three days? Well, what we had was uh, we had a couple of fronts come through. Uh, I, I started pre-fishing four days before the tournament, and uh, I actually told my wife I was going to just go fishing for two days without doing any kind of looking for sight fish or anything like that. And during those two days, it was the worst pre-fish I ever had. I caught one eight, eight-and-a-half-pounder in practice, and that eight-and-a-half-pounder actually was a key to me winning the tournament. But for the other two days, I went side fishing, and for two days, I never wet a line, and I probably only found six fish that I thought were locked on beds that I could catch, and I never caught any of them during the tournament. So what was, what was the key on the eight-pounder, if you don't mind? The key on that eight-pounder was... Uh, I was fishing out a little bit deeper. I was drop shot. I, I drop shot. It was no secret. I drop shot it and sinkled most of my fish for that tournament. Um, the last day I did get on a little bit of sight fish bite because we did have some steady weather come in and the wind finally let up a little bit and the water cleared up. And the last day I did sight fish a little bit, but most of my key fish, I would say 11 out of the 15 I weighed, were either a sinko fish or a drop shot fish. Wow. That's good. So what pound line do you have yeah. to use on those fish? What's that? What pound line on the Cinco? What pound line on a drop shot? I was using anywhere from 6 to 12. I was using 6 if I was in open water and 12 if I was in the Thule's. Uh, I would say that probably the majority of my fish came on 8-pound test, and uh, I was targeting about 8 to 12 feet of water. The, I think most of the fish I caught were still uh, females that haven't moved up yet, and they were just oh, staging yeah. out off of, off of docks and off of trees waiting to move up. Nice stuff. So what happens the first day? The first day, I was—I I told my wife, I said, I'm in trouble. I mean, I've got no chance at this tournament, and I blast <laughs> off, and I, I take off to a spot that I hadn't even pre-fished. It's just a spot that I like, and uh, I go into it, and somehow I just out of the blue, I catch, like 10 minutes into the tournament, I catch a 1083. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. Nice, nice yeah. start. 
<laughs> and then I, I put that in the boat, and I told him, I said, I, I don't know what's going on here. My next cast, I catch like a 892. It was just okay, crazy. Okay, I'm having a good day already. I got 18 pounds <laughs> of mean, fish. <laughs> I've already weighed more than I, I've already got in the, in the bucket more than I thought that I was going to have for the whole day, you know. So it was just, it was just, it was unbelievable. So it was a great start. It set the good tone for me. I was able to go out and catch a few fish here and there, and I ended up weighing, I think, 28, 28 pounds. Of, no, no, sorry, I weighed 30 pounds the first day. Yeah. Nice. So wow. when going into the seven, second day, you're seven, pretty seven happy. Pounds, I had a seven-pound lead going into the second day. We I remember that tournament and, and it came to the talk and Larry Viviano asked me if I had forty pounds and I said yeah I had twenty something the day before twenty five or so twenty six that day he goes no I mean twenty forty pounds today so you know that kind of lead <laughs> get you down the road so what happened the second day well the second day I you know like I said I stumbled into those fish the first day and I had no confidence going the second day. And it kind of the second day was as tough. I told everybody I was in trouble, and uh, I struggled the second day. Uh, very, very tough. I weighed a 2.11 that second day, and I still weighed 18.27. I got lucky, caught one seven pounder late in the day that, that bumped me up a little bit, but my lead had dwindled down to only two pounds. Wow. So going into the, the third day, then, what do you think in day three? Day three, my confidence is low, and uh, I was doing interviews and all that stuff, and I told him, I said, it's very easy for me to weigh about 12 pounds. Uh, that night, I, I came home, did a bunch of stuff, retied a bunch of my stuff like I was going to switch it all up. You know, I thought I had to switch it all up. My wife came out. She said, just go do what you've been doing. And uh, so I just kind of settled down out in my boat that night, talked to myself, said, don't, don't mess this up. Don't go for the – don't swing for the fence just go catch some fish. Just put and, five uh, in the boat. That's like going to the U.S. Open. This this is the the Clear Lake Open. But the last day is always, don't get stupid. Put five in the boat. Three day tournaments are so brutal to to be able to continue on for three days. It's by the third day you're done. You know this is day seven for me. I'm already yeah. burnt out. My brain is fried from thinking about <laughs> where I'm going to go. And so I just finally just said, yeah, I'm just going to go fishing. So. So third day you go out and you're still now you just drop back you're still drop shot and and cinco fishing yeah, yeah primarily? I, I uh, the, the second day I, I caught a few top water fish throughout the day and I just said forget that I'm just going to go start out drop shot and I went to my my area that I had uh, started the first day hoping that somehow there was they reloaded a little bit in there and uh, so I get there and uh, it was unbelievable I cast out. My, my amateur casts out, Jeff Peterson, he's from down there. And uh, he hooks up, and I, as soon as he hooks up, I put my rod down, go back to net his fish, and I turn around, and my rod's going. I pick mine up. we got a double header on. <laughs> on, on nice. On, on, day, on day three of the Western Open, I mean, you can't ask for anything no, more. No, no, to get a double header, to get a drive-by, especially while you're, you're netting the other fish, is even better. Yeah, and his was like a three, and mine was like a four, which those right now, it doesn't sound like much on clearly, but right now threes and fours are huge. Oh, and last so, day, threes and fours, I'm in. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's on the last day to start out with that, yeah. So then we fish a little bit more, and uh, Jeff, my, my partner, Peterson, he hooks up with this giant one, and, I mean, it's it's probably 12 or 13 pounds. It's just a monster. It's 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 just owning him. And he was just a little bit undergunned, and it got him wrapped up in some stuff, and we never did get it out. So oh. I'm thinking, well, that, that fish right there could cost you the tournament. It was just a monster. <laughs> so I we love continue. That fish. And, Isn't it fun? 
Yeah, but oh, losing I mean, them really, it, it can shake you up. So you go back and make another cast. What happened after that? Yeah, luckily we got those two double that double header. That that settled me down enough. Even even after we lost that that giant fish, it didn't really upset me too much. I, I thought they were still there, and I'm not kidding. My, like two casts later, he catches a seven fifty five. I believe it was. Oh lordy! Yeah, this is going this well. Is all, you know, this is this is before seven o'clock. You know, we're blasting off at five five forty five. Oh my we've gosh! Got, yeah, we've got three good fish by by seven o'clock. And then we go a little bit farther, and uh, I get bit and stick like a five, and then we stick another one about four, and now we got a pretty good bag. I mean, we got, we've got like, I didn't know it at the time. We have enough to win the tournament. At uh, I think we looked at the clock; it was eight o'clock, but wow. I didn't know it at the you time. Know, and that you makes know. for a really comfortable day of fishing. I must admit, when you got the <laughs> big a big limit in the bag at eight o'clock, and you're culling, and you're going, all right, now yeah. let's just go see what we can do. <laughs> Yeah, you're pretty relaxed yeah, the rest three. of the day. It's day three, and you've got we had about twenty one to twenty two pounds in the in the boat by by eight o'clock. And now I know I just go work my stuff, and and then I start doing the math of what it was going to take for these other guys because I had a, like a two pound lead over the guy in second and a five pound lead in the guy over third. So I start adding up. Okay, if I got twenty two, he's got to have twenty four. The other guy's got twenty nine. And the way the fishing's going, there's only been two bags over twenty five pounds, and I actually had both of those. So I'm thinking, okay, it's not like this lake is wide open. It's going to be somebody's going to have to catch 30, which is not easy right now. No, and then you go back to reality. And go, anybody could have a day like I had, and I hope exactly. I do okay. <laughs> That's going over in my head all day long. I mean, even though I, I, I at, at eight o'clock I had one, you don't know that. You've so, got to go out and you've got to catch the biggest bag you can because you are on Clear Lake, and somebody's going to catch some big ones. And how many guys were up there? I think it was 86 boats. Out of 86 boats, all I know is if I got a, a, a good limit in the boat at 8 o'clock, I'm hoping that I uh, I can continue <laughs> to, to catch a few maybe and cull one of those out and go in and nobody just comes in and smokes me. Well, what happens is if you think you're catching them, you're thinking, well, if I'm catching them like this, everybody's catching them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, I do. But, you know, congratulations. I know you came in with a win. How much was it? Uh, I, I won uh, $17,240 cash, and then I won a uh, Bathcat, 18-foot Bathcat Saber with a 150 Pro XS on it. Not a what bad was your, three what days. Was your, what was your, yeah, final three-day total? I think my final three-day total for this one was 76 pounds. Not bad for three days of fishing, amigo. Well, after it's all said and done, you probably have some sponsors and some people you want to say thank you to? Yeah, I would love to. Thank you for giving me that opportunity. Um, the way that I'm fishing right now is with super light line. and uh, I'm, using, I, I'm a power rod guy, and uh, I'm throwing a 702 spinning rod. And, uh, I mean, that, that thing just gives it up. It's, a, it's enough to get you a good hook set, but then when you get one on on light line, you don't break them off. So Pal Rods is really a good sponsor of mine. Um, Keith Tripp with Ranger Boats, he's taking care of me pretty good. Uh, anytime I have a problem, sometimes it's going to, you know, how, you know, you want to get parts and stuff. They say it's going to be two weeks. I give him a call. He's got it there the next day. Mercury Motors, uh, that Mercury of mine, when, it, when you press the button, it starts. And when you're, when you got a big bag, you want to hope you make it back. Amen. Uh, Sims Gear. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Sims gear, uh, you know, we got to fish throughout the year up here in Northern California. It rains a lot, and that Sims, I can fish all day and not get wet, which is 
big time. I'm with you a thousand percent there too. Yeah, exactly. And also, uh, Jimmy at Clear Lake Outdoors, uh, he he uh, he has a tackle there. If he doesn't have it, he'll get it for me. And I'll thank you guys for having me on. Wayne, it's always a pleasure, my friend. Long-term friendship here, and I'm really happy to see you winning all these tournaments up there. I'm sure we'll see you winning again, and we'll have to make you another phone call like this. I'm hoping that we're uh, we're having this little call every year. It'll be happy with me and my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it will. Well, thanks for being a part of the show. You can go back and have cocktails with your wife now, bud. Thanks, Dan. We're watching the Warriors. Uh, you know, they got the finals going on, so we're going back to that. All right. Take care, brother. I'll catch you later. Thanks, you guys, for having me on. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, guys. It looks like we're going to have to pay for the show again. So we'll be back with the uh, inshore report and what's happening with the Yellowtail uh, Derby. Are you ready to sell your current boat and upgrade in preparation for the 2017 fishing season? It's sure to be one for the bucks. I'm Zach Zorn and a broker for Kessler Yachts located in San Diego. As one of the largest and most reputable brokerages on the West Coast, I can ensure that your boat will be sold in a timely manner or that your dream boat will be found. If you want to sell your boat or looking to purchase one, call Zach Zorn at Kessler Yachts, 760-815-8866 so that your name can be added to our long list of satisfied buyers and sellers. That's Zach Zorn, 760-815-8866. Angler's Arsenal is the serious angler's first choice for hand-poured plastics, McCoy line, Spro products, Gamakatsu hooks, G. Loomis fishing rods, Shimano products, Ovet reels, and just about anything you hear advertised on Rod and Reel Radio. Go to anglersarsenal.com and visit our online tackle store. See the huge selection of Western Plastics hand-poured baits, all at anglersarsenal.com. Angler's Arsenal Tackle Store is conveniently located in La Mesa, just off Interstate 8. Give us a call at 1-800-428-8730. If you're serious about your fishing, choosing the right tackle is one of the most important decisions you'll ever make. Iserline makes premium fishing lines including monofilament, Dacron, Spectra, fluorocarbon, battle-tested harnesses, and top-angler-tested Iserline tools and accessories. Iserline premium fishing products are created to provide you with the ultimate in strength, dependability, durability, high abrasion resistance, low stretch, and high quality. All Iserline products are 100% guaranteed against manufacturing defects. You just can't buy better value. Iserline will replace or repair at their option. No questions asked if you're not pleased with any of their products. Catch what you've been missing. Quality guaranteed. Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ring hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. The warm weather is here and our lakes and rivers are brimming. Just remember, if you love California and you love to boat, please wear your life jacket. And make sure everyone with you puts one on, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. This portion of Rod and Reel Radio is brought to you by the Rockley's Fish Release System. Now you can quickly and easily release fish suffering from barotrauma back to the depths they were caught. Look or ask for the Rockley's at your local fishing tackle dealer. We are back with more of Rod and Real Radio, and we're right in the middle 
of the Yellowtail Derby that's going on, and somebody's going to have to get on the scale and and take home a lot of ale. <laughs> so <laughs> Mr. John Campbell is running that tournament series. And, John, how are things going? Things are going. Actually, actually, we've got like an hour hour and 15 minutes left for uh, weight slips to get in. We're right at the, this is the last day. This well, is the, the 30, 37th day of the, of the uh, derby, and it's been a great derby. And uh, I've just been trying to sort out all the stuff for uh, tomorrow night for the awards. And it uh, looks like I've got a mound of uh, raffle products. And I don't sell tickets for the raffle. Uh, it's, only, it's only available to the anglers who signed up. Really? Yep. So uh, even if they didn't catch a fish, uh, they're going to want to go home with a lot, a lot of stuff. That's make pretty sure cool. That every, they, they, when they come, they get a raffle ticket and they check in. That's and then excellent. Divide, kind of divide it out to. Uh, and that's, I've got some great stuff. You know, Bob Catula came. You know Bob Catula? Oh, Bobby! Yeah, everybody knows in the industry. Yeah, we all Bobby. know Bobby. <laughs> oh my God. He's not, he's not feeling too well. He's had some sinus and lung stuff and this and that. And then they told him, oh, you better, you've got to go over to Lake Havasu. He says, John, he says, it's 115 degrees over there. I'll die. <laughs> I said, well, I know I would die. Anyway, he came, he came, I saw him yesterday, and he just came with a load of things. Oh, my God. So it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. I've uh, got a lot of awards, a lot of money uh, to be uh, given out, but no no major changes. Uh, I've had two fish the receipts have come in today, but they're they're pretty small. Four pound halibut. I've got uh, I've got halibut up to twenty seven pounds, uh, so this is the smallest halibut that's come in, and an eighteen pound yellowtail. So your biggest yellowtail is how big is is Okuda's? Uh, who, who's Harry got Okuda, it? Does Harry have 49, Just short of 50 pounds, 49.11.2 ounces. Yep. So, and then you, your tuna count in there also? Got tuna, tuna 105 pounds. So that was on the very first day. On a tuna. That, could, that could be anybody's game still weighing in until 7 o'clock tonight, you said? Yes. And, and then, yes, a 105. But you're going to have to have a 50-pound yellowtail. Now, that one's going to be the tough one to beat. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was hoping Wendy would beat it. You know, me too. this just tells me that I haven't been fishing in 37 days. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Wendy. I'm cranky and grumpy, and I need to go fishing. <laughs> Not well, good. You can, get your, you can get your money back by coming down here. And getting all all the good stuff, you know, tomorrow night. <laughs> I'm going to try to make it. So well, that'd be great. So yeah, where got, where is this? Where is the 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 weigh in and the awards banquet? It's tomorrow night, and when when is it and where is it? It's at the Bally High uh, restaurant, and uh, on beautiful San Diego Bay, and it's going to be at six o'clock. It's the start. And uh, at the, you know, we go through and we give out all the awards and all the prizes for the, the top anglers in each category, and nobody leaves. Without nobody a doubt. Leaves, nobody leaves until they see 
how much beer the winning <laughs> yellowtail angler receives. Well, it's, you know, Jack Perry, he needs to add a lot of weight. That's what I said. You know, he, he's going to have to get ankle weights and waist weights. You know, he'll be able to barely walk on to shoulder weights. Put a jacket on. <laughs> well, the other thing, I, the other thing I did today, because I've never had a good board, you know, a, a fulcrum board. So I went down and bought a four by twelve by twelve. That board's not going to bend. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, it's gonna it's gonna be a fun deal. I don't know what Harry's gonna look like. How he's how they're gonna prepare him. You know, he's got to let. You know, actually the uh, the top three anglers Yellowtail are all from the Southwestern Yacht Club, the Angler uh, Club. So uh, they're they're uh, I'm sure they're gonna work on him, and and, and I I'll have to take some really good pictures of what he looks like. But nobody leaves every year. Nobody leaves until it's their weight in, the way in. And you know that quite a hoop. that goes without saying. You know to to be on there to the scale to win the ale. <laughs> so the, well, that would be a lot it, of fun. Call it the scale o ale. Yes, there it is. So that's tomorrow night at six o'clock at the Bally High. In San Diego, down off the end of Scotts Creek there, and uh, I think everybody should go and join and watch. Yes, it's a lot of fun. We got some nice fish. Besides the forty-nine pound uh, yellowtail, we got a twenty-seven uh, halibut, sixty-two pound white sea bass, and hundred and five pound bluefin tuna. Nice. At the moment. Well, next week we'll we'll get a little bit more on what actually happened. I'm sure, but. Uh... We'll let you get ready for that show uh, tomorrow night, and good luck with the with the the winner, Harry. I hope you weigh a lot. <laughs> we can say that now, <laughs> and we'll find well, out thanks later. Thanks, John. You bet. Thanks. I appreciate it, guys. You have a good one, and the Wendy. I hope to see you tomorrow night. I hope to see you tomorrow night too, John. Okay. Well, now, All the best. <laughs> thanks, John. Well, now we'll find out what's happening inshore with Captain James Nelson, James. Are you with us? I am with you. Are you with me? I am with you at the <laughs> we moment. We are with you. <laughs> we stand together. That's it. <laughs> so, Tough against them. <laughs> so are those 50-pound yellowtail in the bay yet? Oh, yeah. You know, it, I didn't realize, you know, we should have entered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all those big yeah. ones you just you caught and released. <laughs> yeah, you know, we yeah, just, you know, know we you yeah, we were embarrassed by it. We didn't even take their pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so how is bay fishing? How is the? I mean, you got a lot of uh, area been, to cover out there and a lot of different fish to catch. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've been uh, doing really well. Um, it's It's been the kind of thing, as long as you're not picky, there's plenty of fish to be caught out there. Well, and, and you know me, I'm not fishing. <laughs> if you're going to go fishing, especially what you do, let's just go fish catching because... That really is the key. You know, you can go to any number of different places and catch. Let's catch this over here. We'll try for these. And if that, okay, we've got a couple of those. Let's go try something else. I mean, you really have the, a smorgasbord out there of what you need to catch. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's been pretty cool. It's been a, a so, good thing. Um, yes? So, James, what have you been catching? Uh, we've been catching everything uh, from mackerel to, of course, 
bay bass. We've been catching halibut. We've been catching uh, leopard sharks, uh, sand sharks, bonefish. I mean, seriously, it's it's just been as long as you're not picky, you'll catch something. How big are bonefish? Sorry about that, Win. How big are those bonefish getting now? You know what? We got one today. I haven't posted pictures on it yet because I'm trying to finish up the guitar. But uh, <laughs> a guy got one today that is bigger than the IGFA record. Of course, I don't carry a scale, um, but it was bigger than the one that Steve Wozniak caught with me a couple of years ago. And when he uh, set and then broke the next day, the IGFA record for all class for Cortez Bonefish. This one, was, Steve Wozniak this one of that one. the computer, Steve Wozniak? No, Steve Wozniak as in the uh, fish collector. The oh. guy is, uh, he was a couple of years ago. He may have bumped up already, but he's uh, on in the top ten. He was top eight a couple of years ago, uh, all-time uh, fish counter. And what that is with IGFA, what you do is every time you catch a species, you log it. Oh. And you just keep catching new species and new species and new species until before you know you've got more species than anybody else. Wow, that's pretty cool. Oh, and yeah. and almost an IGFA record on top of that. Well, yeah. Well, he he hacked, actually has the IGFA record for bonefish for Cortez bonefish that he caught with me. But I'm saying today, you know, we're not registered. The, the angler who caught it wasn't registered, but it was huge. You'll see it. I'll put it on Facebook. How thing big do you think it was, it was, or how big was it? Well, it was. We did measure it, and it was just over 18 inches. And the thing had a girth. I. I I couldn't put my uh, touch my thumb and my fingers together. Wow! I mean, it was too big around for, and it was just huge. Wow! That's really good. Yeah. It, it, it was. Like I said, I don't carry a scale, so you know, it's not about the, the bragging on that. But uh, and like I said, the record's already set, and California doesn't even recognize bonefish here anyway. So, <laughs> do you think those bonefish are spawning back there? I'm sorry. Do you think those bonefish are spawning back there? Oh, absolutely, Wendy, and I know this because we catch them in the fall, and they're six to eight inches long. Those didn't swim oh. here. They, they were oh, born that's here. awesome. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I mean, that's, that's what they're doing this time of year. That's pretty something. I mean, we have all of a sudden here in Southern California a bonefish fishery that, you know, the rest of the world, we got a little everything out here, but bonefish adding to that is pretty, pretty unique. I think so, I, and, I, and it's it's fun, you know. And what's what's really neat about it is, it's not easy at all. It's something that uh, there's a little bit of a luck factor that we just cannot remove, um, and that that kind of makes it fun because when you're when you're talking to a lot of people around around the country, you know, and they go bonefish or they think bonefish, they're thinking of fish that you're stalking, and there really is a lot more in the hands of the angler and, and less to luck with that. Uh, and we don't get that <laughs> here. It uh, there's a lot less left to the angler and a lot more left to luck. You know, we try to remove that factor anytime we all hit the water. We, and of course, we try to uh, boast around our friends that we're more than lucky. But let's be honest, there's a lot of luck involved with fishing. For the most part, what do you use for those bonefish, and how do you fish them? Um, we're using meats a lot. We do catch them on artificials. Again, since we don't have the luxury of sight fishing them. It's a lot of blind casting when you're using artificials, so um, it can be done. It has been done, and some guys even catch them on fly blind casting. Uh, but for the most part, we're using meat. So we're either using shrimp, uh, live dead or frozen, uh, thawed out, whatever. Uh, we're just using shrimp of some sort. And then uh, sometimes even, even harsher meats. Uh, 
in the fall we get into a bunch of uh, anchovy runs. They'll eat anchovies right there with the croaker and the bass. So it's you can catch really? them on that and or any bat, uh, anchovy imitations. Sometimes we catch them on Castmasters even. Huh. Boy, what a fishery. One of these days I'm going to have to come down there and play that game with you. That's what I'm thinking. It, it's a lot of fun. Maybe one day we'll have a trophy bonefish fishery. Well, yeah, you know, it, it, it's looking good. It's uh, This year we have not gotten the numbers that we have in the years past, but we are catching a lot more quality fish, and so it's looking good. Well, you know, we you know you've got that fishery. You've got the, the bay bass, you know, the spotties. You've got the sand bass, some calico bass. You've got sharks and rays. I mean, you got a little everything for the guy that wants to come down and play the game with you. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, some of the fish are, you know, chucking and whining and lures all day, and others, you know, we throw meats and, and watch them or and or wait for the clicker to go off. You know, so it's a little bit of everybody's type of fishing. It's whatever you feel comfortable in doing. And you know, it's all some, light line. Some, yes, we, yeah, we try to go the widest possible that we can get away with. Um, on the leopard sharks, we're usually using, uh, when we're fishing for leopard sharks and bat rays, we're usually going a little heavier. And when we're so, trying to catch them on purpose. But I can't tell you how many times we'll catch them throwing a grub, you know, just trying to catch bass while waiting for the clicker to go. And they ignore the meat, and then we catch them on grubs, and we're chasing bat rays around the bay for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but fun. So if somebody wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way? They want to hook up, hook up some of these fish. Well, they can always reach me at the website. It's thefishicon.com, or they can go to uh, the old-fashioned telephone method. 619-395-0799. Thanks, buddy. Great report. You know, keep catching those big ones, those big yellowtail, but, you know, weigh them in next time. You know, I'll just have to do that, if, if, that, if that's what it takes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can, we'll, we'll have another report next week and tell us about the big ones that got away again. There you go. Appreciate it, Stan, Wendy. You guys take care. All right, you guys, have, have a great night, James. We'll catch you next week. Well, we've got to take Thank another you. break now, so we'll do more with Rotten Rail Radio at the hour here. So we'll talk to you about, oh, more fishing in just a few. You can count on El Cajon Ford, as so many Southern Californians have for years. El Cajon Ford has the cars and trucks you can count on, like the all-new Fusion and Escape, Edge, Explorers, and more. And now, Fiestas with 38 MPG and Focus with 40 miles per gallon highway, plus C-Max Energy with up to 42 highway EPA estimates. El Cajon Ford has them now. Shop online at ElCajonFord.com. Choose from hundreds of your favorite F-Series trucks, too. El Cajon Ford knows trucks, no matter what you're hauling or towing, for a great weekend of fishing or for some fun in the desert. Now get special savings on every F-Series truck in stock, 150s, 250s, 350s, at El Cajon Ford. We have commercial trucks, too, including the all-new Transit Connect. Finally, a commercial van with great mileage, helping your business get moving again. El Cajon Ford, worth the short drive from anywhere in Southern California, Broadway and East Main and El Cajon, or online anytime, anywhere at ElCajonFord.com. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. 
Are you looking for a quality fishing experience out of Cabo San Lucas for you, your family, and friends, but are a bit set back with just what company to go with? Rod and Reel Radio urges you to try American and family-owned Land's End Charters. Land's End Charters offer their clients affordable and all-inclusive services on a variety of vessels and trips. Fish with their brand name fishing gear while experiencing the hospitality of a family-run business with over 50 years of experience. Go to LandsEndCharters.com to see all the current vessels and amenities available and call Cabo Greg or Jenny directly at 800-281-5778 when you're ready to get fishing. H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, H&M Landing, 619-222-1144, or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. Quanta Fishing's got something for everybody. From the smallest angler to the oldest veteran, we can get you out there fishing with the greatest reels on the market today. From the all-new for 2016 Icon PT to the Tour Mag to the brand-new redesigned Smoke Reel, we've got something for everyone in your family. Have some fun. Take a kid fishing. They're the future of our sport. Quantum, we are performance-tuned. You can get your Quantum products at anglersarsenal.com or anglersarsenal in the Mesa at 619-466-8355. Attention Rod and Reel Radio listeners, be sure to check out the Code Group mobile app. You can listen to the Rod and Reel Radio show live along with show archives without internet access. The Code Group app has all kinds of cool features for fishermen including daily Southern California saltwater reports, weather reports, episodes of inside sport fishing, marine traffic, and much more. Get the free Code Group mobile app by texting the word REEL, R-E-E-L, to 90407, or enter the words code group in the App Store on your smartphone. Hi, this is BSS record holder Dean Rojas. El Cajon Ford helped me when I got started in my career, and let them help you with a new F-Series Ford truck. And remember, nobody beats El Cajon Ford. Hello, welcome back to Rod and Reel Radio. Your hosts tonight are Stan Vanderberg and myself, Wendy Tochihara. John Cassidy is off fishing, so he will join us next week, but he's in Alaska. And if we do get a connection with John, if he does have a signal, then we'll hear from him later on. But coming up next, we've got Wayne Coto from CCA, California. And then after Wayne, we've got Lori Byron Sackow to talk about a ladies' trip that's going to be on the Searcher Sport Fishing and for our second segment, we're going to have Crawley Lake and the June Lake report. And then coming up after that for our third segment, we're going to have a report from Chuck Taft, owner of the Legend Sport Fishing. But next up, we've got Wayne Coto from CCA, California. And he's going to talk about CCA. And we have a couple events coming up. Uh, hey, Wayne, how's it going? Hey, Wendy. Hey, Sam. How you guys doing? 
So far, so good, amigo. Hey, good to hear that. How's it going with you? I bet you you're really busy with everything going on with CCA. Yeah, we got a lot going on right now. We got a couple of great events coming up on uh, June 10th. We have the second half of the Battle of the Bays contest coming up. It's a kayak tournament. The second, uh, the second one will be at King Harbor Yacht Club on June 10th in Redondo Beach, and it's it's uh, coming up to be a really really good event. They did a little pre-fishing yesterday. We had a uh, we had a uh, uh, captain's meeting up at uh, Baja Fish Gear yesterday. Thanks to Ed out there. Uh, but the pre-fishermen, they went out and they were catching all the different species. And uh, and then the week before, Jimmy was out with a, somebody teaching them how to fish on a kayak and caught a huge halibut. So the pre-fishing is looking good. I just hope it all holds out, and I think it's going to be an excellent, excellent event. Uh, can't wait to, to have this one go off next Saturday, June 10th, in Santa Monica Bay. And then, How many guys uh, do we have on, last year? How many guys this year, you think? This is, a, a, this is the inaugural event. So we just had the one down in Mission Bay uh, on May 6th, and we had uh, 54 people signed up. We had 45 actually fish it. And then on this one, I think he's got somewhere around 30 people signed up right now to fish it. Wow. So I'll it's tell you be, what. It's going to be really nice. And fishing is starting to go. The, uh, I'm sorry. If fishing people is want to sign up for this better. tournament right now, where where can they sign up? They go to battleofthebays.com, and they can go through that, to, and it'll take you to the iAngler site. Uh, we're using the iAngler site as the not only the sign-up uh, and registration, but it's also the tournament site where they, we're doing catch photo release, and you, take the, uh, you use the app on your phone, and you take a picture through using a hog trough, and it, it's an online um, tournament, uh, and it's live. So you can see where you stand at any time during the tournament. So it's really a really uh, good event uh, that way. And then uh, Hobie stepping up with uh, I-11 as uh, one of the grand prizes. And then we also have Jeff uh, Mariotti. He's coming up with the uh, Cedros kayak fishing trip, the grand prize four-day kayak fishing trip uh, with the Cedros uh, kayak fishing adventure. So that's a really, really great prize. All you have to do is be registered at any of the event, either one of the events, and you're in for that raffle. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, That's so we've got awesome. some really, really good prizes coming up. That, that would be an incredible trip to go on. <laughs> down there, yeah. oh. I mean, that's an incredible fishery, but to be down there in a kayak, be able to move around uh, in and out of that kelp would be phenomenal and fun. Well, and that's and the only way you think can about it, there's only, there's, only, there's only certain people that can get in the Cedros now, and it's the people that have the, uh, the operations going on. So he's one of three that can get you in there now to go fish because you can't take any other boats in there. Wow. It's going right. to be an interesting year. <laughs> yes. So on this so tournament, second. or on the last tournament on May 6th, when they had the weigh-ins, did people, like, hold their big fish for the end so people didn't know that they had a big fish, or were they weighing uh, So what happens is there's different categories. If you want to do the – if you're doing the overall tournament, it's, it's the bass species, and you do that with the iAngler app. If you're going in for the side pot, which is the largest fish, it's a $20 side pot. And it happened where this one uh, timeout went out there, and he was uh, he was throwing a uh, Alabama rig over by Fiesta Island, and he pulled in a beautiful halibut. And we just happened to be in Jeff's boat, running around taking pictures, and we saw him. And uh, we told him, "Man, go right in because that thing looked like it's going to it was the jackpot fish." So very very kudos to that uh, to that angler. 
Um, That's and awesome. And it was interesting okay, so because the guy who yeah. actually won the tournament also won the I-11 Angler uh, Hobie kayak, the blow-up kayak. So, I mean, he had a phenomenal day. That's pretty that's incredible stuff nice there. I mean, too. the kayak fishing's really taken off, and it's been a very effective way to fish our, our local offshore yes. up and down the coast. Right. So yeah, it's a great way, and, and inexpensive, um, you know. I mean, you can get into places that some of the guys with the, with the bigger boats can't get into. You can't drift the same way with the new Mirage Drive, you know, the, with the pedals. It, you, can, you can put some pressure on the fish. You can hold a spot. Uh, it, it makes it so much more versatile, and and you know, it's not like your daddy, your old dad's kayak that was very uh, sketchy on the water. These things are great flotation devices. They're very stable now. You can some of them you can stand up on and fish. That's pretty. It's pretty incredible stuff. I know Wendy was saying we have only a couple minutes left. And what were you saying, Wendy? Yeah, we have a couple minutes left, and I want to get in um, an event that's coming up on June twenty fourth. You want to talk about that real quick, Wayne? On June 24th, we have an event coming up. Oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't hear. Uh, yes, we have the Orange County uh, Beer, Food, and Music. It's going to be the Orange County CCA chapter uh, at Shimano headquarter in Irvine. Uh, it's from 5 to 8 p.m. It's $60 a person. Uh, food and drinks and everything else is included once you get there. To Holland Drive in Irvine, go on to Beer, and Food, uh, Beer, Food, Music at Eventbrite.com and uh, go buy your tickets, and it's going to be a fun of great music, great food, and great uh, beer, uh, you know, and uh, fundraising for CCA Cal, but anybody who wants to come by and see that Shimano headquarters, I mean, that's kind of a, a, a great thing in itself, just to go by and tour that. And the CCA, yeah, and you know, give us a little bit about CCA, the battles we're fighting, and, uh, and people need to be involved and actually need to join this for a change. Absolutely. I mean, we're here to uh, hopefully, you know, advise and educate the public on the conservation of marine resources. That's our, our goal, you know. We need to all make sure that we're conserving and promoting and enhancing, you know, the availability of our coastal resources, you know. And it's, to, it's for the benefit and the enjoyment of all of us. I mean, we're trying to do this for, all, for the good of everybody. Right. Well, the CCA um, we have a, done lot a lot of different things going on. Yeah, CCA has done a lot to, one, promote, promote the fishing uh, along our coast, uh, doing working with the reefs to try to get some new reefs put in. We've got a lot of projects going, but we really need your help, people. Uh, it's very important that we get more people to join CCA and support what we're doing. That's right. Absolutely. It's important. You know, the numbers count, and Wayne is doing a great job. I can't say enough about Wayne and the hard work that he's done. It, uh, it's amazing. Thank you, Wayne, for all of your help. Oh, thank you. Uh, I can't do it by myself. It's it takes a, it's a large team to get all this done. All right, All right. Wayne, well, we've got to get we going. We've got Lori on the line, and we're gonna we're going to give you a call, and we'll talk more about um, next event and the results of the kayak tournament coming up. How's that? Oh, I think I we lost him, but we will. I think we I think we lost him. So next up, we have Lori Byron, who's with Turner's Outdoorsman. She is the uh, the co. Uh, sponsor, along with Iserline, uh, Turner's Outdoorsman and Iserline on the searcher, and we have an all-ladies trip going out at the end of August, and it's a fun event. Lori, are you there? I'm here. Hi, Wendy. 
I'm on the road Hi. on my way to a nice Shimano um, overnight trip at a 22nd Street landing. They treat all the Turners, outdoorsmen, salesmen for working so hard at the Fred Hall show, so they treat us to a nice trip offshore for a day. Very oh, nice. Tough life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know it is. Tough trips that we have you know, to do. Wendy and I have been charter masters together for a few years now on several of the sport fishing boats, anywhere from five-day trips to day-and-a-half trips. And this particular trip, the lady, uh, lady anglers were calling it's an offshore retreat, and it starts on a Friday morning, August 25th. We leave probably about 11 in the morning. We're greeted at the, um, in the galley with mimosas. And yeah, perfect. And we take off and <laughs> um, have an afternoon of fishing and then go to bed and wake up. And we've still got two more days of Saturday, Sunday to catch fish. And then we're back Monday morning by 8 a.m. So it's a great trip for ladies that are, you know, working or, you know, have other family things, to, you know, that they can, they can just take a three-day weekend and, and go out and have fun with us. Yeah, that you sounds know like a really pretty good trip. It, you know, this, uh, even the guys would want to go on that, but I think for all ladies, I, it, you guys had a, some phenomenal trips here over the years that, that you posted on Facebook, and uh, it's nothing but good yeah. to see how, how this is really advanced. Yes. Well, we were a little surprised when Wendy, Wendy and Cecilia, Cecilia from um, Searcher Sport Fishing started kind of talking, and Jen, her marketer, about what do we get if, what if that we get, you know, late 20, 30 women to go out for three days. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? You can't get them, you can get them to go for one, but they think multi-days are way too long. But now they realize that you have so much fun and you catch great quality fishing and uh, it goes by so fast that, you know, it's before you know it, you're back home and you've had a great time and you've got a lot of tuna to put in your freezer. Well, you know, hey, that's really important. Go ahead, Wynn. What's really good about this trip is we actually target women who have no idea about fishing or have a little bit of knowledge of fishing because we start them off and we start off with how to handle your bait, how to rig your line, how to do the tuna shuffle. I mean, we had eight ladies last year who didn't even know what a tuna looked like and nope. had no idea how to, how to turn the handle nope. I mean, and, and to walk with their, with their rod and reel in hand. You know, and yeah. so it was really neat to see from beginning to end how much they improved. Progressed, yeah. A lot of women, you know, maybe their, their guy or their spouse wants them to come out and fish with them, but they're a little intimidated. You've never been up to the rail with 30 other people, elbows to elbows, and it gets intimidating. So this trip is an opportunity to kind of get your feet wet and your elbows warmed up and, you know, learning how to, what the, you know, the sportsmen like you know, etiquette is for boats and the great food and the, you know, you friendships that you make with people for hanging out with them for a couple of nights. And um, it's just a really good educational learning experience. So I would, I would say most sponsored, like Turner's Outdoorsman, either line, anytime you get a sponsored trip, you usually get a lot more education out of it and a lot, a lot more one-on-one -on -one with your charter master or sales rep if they happen to be of, you know, of fishing products. You have an opportunity to learn more about the products that you're using, let alone all the goodies. When you know, I yeah, think this is a really great opportunity for, for the ladies that, you know, they, maybe they've got some curiosity, but they really don't want to go out with the, the significant yeah. other because, you know, a lot of times that just doesn't work well. Uh, but right. to go out with a group of women and learn the 
ins and outs of of everything from tying on the hook, putting line yeah. on, and all the Tying little pieces hook. of the puzzle, and to be able to fish and have fun where everybody, you've got people that are willing to teach you and show you how and have the patience, this is really an opportunity. It is, and the yes. crew is wonderful with all of us and all of them. They did many seminars out by the bait, you know, how to pick up your bait and um, when you did not tying. Um, but the prizes were amazing. Our, I have a great relationship with my sales rep that come into Turner's. They come in, you know, representing the products. And so I, we were able to network and ask them if they could go to our manufacturers. And we had, do we have time to tell them the list of goodies we, they got, Wendy? <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't um, have time. Let's just say it was an amazing goodie bag and everybody got yes. something. And we had, you know, Extra Tough, Okuma, Mustad, Accurate, Seeker, I think we had over 200 T-shirts, various companies. It was like you came home with your suitcase. You needed a second suitcase for everything you got to bring home. <laughs> you came home with more. Instead of getting rid of stuff, you came yes. home with more. Well, yeah. that's great. Hopefully, so, does, did you get a lot of sign-ups for re-signs and from people that went on the other trips? We did. Um, I think probably the 27 women that went on the first trip, uh, probably half of them signed up before they, when they got off the boat that day. And I think we have a few, maybe three spots open right now. Um, you can find that on Search or Sport Fishing. Um, and it's trip 19, the LASS, Lady Anger Search or Sport Fishing trip. Um, it's $1,155. Who's all your food? They are state rooms. They're not bunks. It's a wonderful trip. Plenty of bat heads for showers. Um, what else, Wendy? Do we when, is it, when is this trip? Oh, August 25th through oh, August Oh, man, that is Friday, you guys are, Saturday, that's prime time. Prime time. Oh, last yeah, it was great. You know, last year we were over at uh, Desperation Reef, and so we got, yep, to, the ladies got up. to fish those bluefin. You'll yeah, probably we, get some some more of that. I mean, you this is kind of already stacking up. We have a large body of bluefin. We're going to find out from Chuck, hopefully here in the upcoming uh, down below, and there's stuff that's out there already that, you know, it's just still chewing on that little stuff, and when it starts chewing on the regular bait, which will be by yep. then, they'll be on full chew. You should have a phenomenally fun trip. Yeah, we, we sat out there for two days on anchor last year and waited for them just to start breathing underneath us. We started out in the morning for two days straight, really, with, you know, maybe some 30, 40-pounders, and by the end of the day, thank God they were from 40 to 70 pounds, which is Perfect first time <laughs> fish. I mean, if they would have got those 100 and 120s, we would have really been the lady tanglers, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I'm oh, yeah. sure we're going to hear more about this. Ladies, if you want to know, where do we call? Who do they call? We go to searchersportfishing.com, or you can call Celia at 619-226-2403. Well, thanks and for the info, ladies and, and Lori. I'm sure we'll hear more after the uh, trip is over. And between now and then, I'm sure we'll probably promote it a little bit more also. But thanks for being with us tonight. Thanks for having me, guys. Have a good one. Thanks, Lori. Good luck. All right. Well, we're running a little late. We're going to have to take a break here and come back. And hopefully we'll get a little information on what's happening in the Sierras. We'll be right back.
I like rafting. I love whitewater. But I never forget that snowmelt in the river can cause cold water shock. I wear a life jacket always. Anyone with me has got to do the same. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel specialty heat treater to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. The Gamakatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Gamakatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, H&M Landing, 619-222-1144, or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. Hey, everybody, this is a message for our listeners from a new Baja Magic Lodge at Cedros Island. Cedros Outdoor Adventures wants to make your dream of fishing Cedros Island a reality. Want to go after giant calicos or yellowtail with the best Cedros Island fishing organization, but you just don't know who to contact? Then give Cedros Outdoor Adventures a call at 619-793-5419, or even better yet, log on to their informative website at cedrosoutdooradventures.com. There you can visit their trip calendar and schedule a trip that's convenient for you. Once again, the phone number is 619-793-5419 or their website of cedrosoutdooradventures.com. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. We are back with more of Rod and Reel Radio, and in, instead of going north to Alaska, where John is up there, I'm sure, pulling on some biggins, <laughs> we're going to go north to Lake Crowley and June Lake and find out what's happening in the Sierras, and we've got Adam on the phone, I hope. Adam, are you with us? Yes, I am, Stan. How are you? I am alive and well, buddy, and can't wait. I mean, things are really starting to heat up in the Sierras and lakes that, that I've talked to up there. The fishing's been pretty doggone good. What's happening with June? June Lake, well, we're doing great up there. Um, right now, the, the the fish aren't so deep yet because uh, the water's still pretty cold. Um, so the shore fishing's good. Um, the bait fishing's been good. The, the trolling you don't have to go too deep for um, either. But I suspect as soon as the water warms up just a bit more, um, the fishing there really is turned on. So we're just kind of waiting for that. Well, the the water flows off the the you know the snow melting is con, considerable water on the the creeks and the rivers up there. I imagine that you know the the loop is probably full and a lot of water moving. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, you know, so uh, it's 
pretty interesting right now. Um, yeah, with the amount of water coming into all the lakes, uh, it's something we haven't seen obviously in quite some time. So it's it's great to see. So if a guy's going to go to June Lake, what does he throw? What does he take with him to to do the best? Well, uh, with the bait fishing right now, um, you know your garlic power baits and inflated, inflated night crawlers, things of that nature. Um, the best thing that's been working is trolling and uh, with lures. If you're going to be tossing lures, is anything frog pattern. Um, you know your red dot frog pattern. Uh, Needlefish, buoyant, has been a huge hit right now. People have been doing really well on that. Um, and they're pulling about three to five covers down. Like I said, the fish are very deep. But um, that's what's been working lately. So, Well, that's pretty good. You know, if, you're, if uh, people are going to head up there, I mean, that right now June Lake and the Loop has been pretty popular because the lakes are full and... and uh, and, and it's easy to get in and out of the areas now, uh, although the, you don't want to fish the creek so much because they're, they're running pretty hard. But the, how yeah, big is the fish running up at Juneford, for instance? Say that again, excuse me? How big are the fish at June? Uh, well, they've been putting in a lot of stalkers. We've been getting planted uh, once a week. So, um, you know, your, your average size planters are a pound, pound and a half. However, the fish... Uh, if you're going to weed through those to get to the cutthroats, those seem to be the biggest fish, um, and those are averaging three to five pounds, and those come out daily. So um, the cuts are in June, three to five. Yes, sir. Wow. So uh, now, are they trolling for most of those, or are they fishing deep with bait? Um, no, they're not. Uh, you know, the the cutthroats will actually cruise the shorelines and stuff too, so you don't have to be in that deep of water. Ten to fifteen feet uh, right now is all you need to be in. Um, and like I said, the, those fish, um, they, they grow well in June Lake. There's plenty of food for them. Um, and uh, so they get pretty big there. Um, I haven't really seen many browns come out yet, but uh, I'm suspecting that they're going to start to show up any day now, too. They maybe stay deeper. They're on the chew, so they're, you know, they're just a primary meat eater. Uh, exactly. If, if yeah. anything's down there deep, they're going to do that before they come up. Exactly. <laughs> so. so my experience with cutthroats is, you know, when there's water coming in at an inlet, usually that's where I catch uh, cutthroats. Is that where they are in June? I've never fished June, well, so I'm not sure. Uh, June Lake is a little different, okay? So June Lake is all spring-fed. So there is no inlet and there is no outlet. So um, what they do is they'll stage up at the springs. So there's several different springs that come into the lake there. And the water's coming out of the spring is obviously really good right now. Um, so, yeah, Gall Lake and June Lake are both the same, where there is no actual flow of a creek or anything like that, per se, coming in or out. So that's what they'll do is just stage up right at the springs, where, and that's where the, you know, the fresh water's coming in. Right. And, and it's fairly deep, so they've got lots of, lots of uh, water to go up and down, back and forth in. Oh, yeah, they do. And, you know, June Lake, it, it is a deep lake. It, 150 feet deep, so um, plenty of space, uh, plenty of room for those fish to uh, to hide down down deeper. And and there are a lot of springs actually that are coming up, you know, from the bottom of the lake, say even 50 feet down. And so sometimes the fish will even stage up as deep as that. Well, well, that's always been a pretty good fishery and very popular where the people go up uh, up into the Sierras. Um, it's easy access on the lake, and if you want to rent a boat or 
and and I think the tackle shop there, John has been in there. You guys are now working the tackle shop and and the marina at June Lake. You and Abby, so yes. they can call up and rent boats from you guys. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. Um, so um, if you want to reach June Lake Marina, our phone number is seven six zero six four eight seven seven two six. Perfect. So and, you guys, and that's. Uh, a- Anybody can call at any time. We're open seven days a week from uh, 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. Um, and it is—it really is just a beautiful place. I mean, the scenery is—it's it, you know—it's really really nice there. That um, is beautiful. And, and if you're going up through June Lake, I always suggest go to the marina store first. Just drive to the marina and go in and ask them what they're catching there. Um, that's your best opportunity to find out what the people are actually doing there's always oh, yeah. people walking up and down off the docks with with uh, fresh information so that's uh, that's a, a plus oh yeah and we want to steer people in the right direction you know we want you to come up and enjoy yourself catch fish i mean that's what it's about so uh yeah feel free to stop in the store um you know we have knowledgeable staff um and we do update our uh fish report you know every other day or so so we uh we are staying on top of uh, what's going on out there so. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about Crowley. I got a event. I'm trying to get my boat squared away here <laughs> to be up there Wednesday morning for our 33rd or 34th annual event for the Fatit, which is the finest annual trout invitational tournament. We can only weigh a fish in if it's over two and a half pounds. That's our start. And I think we've put some fish in, and I, I've heard that there's been some fish plants up, up there also. Talk a little bit about what's going on with Crowley. Uh, well, Crawley's fishing wonderful right now. I mean, it doesn't matter what type of fishing you're doing, the, the, the bait fishing, the trolling, the fly fishing, it's, it's really, really good right now. Um, so the water's warmed up a bit. Um, we got a lot of water coming in. Um, the cutthroats, they're, they're running up the streams. They're in spawning mode right now. Um, but there's been some really nice fish coming in. The cuts uh, are running up, are, are, they're moving upstream already? Oh yeah, they sure are. Really? So they're up in the river, or they're are they're still catching them in the lake where they're staging? Uh, a bit of both, um, but yeah, they're running up the rivers, the creeks, um, and the lake is actually it's it's low right now because they are anticipating so much runoff that they were actually lowering the lake as much as uh, they could. They being DWP, um, and. Um, it is starting to come up in the past, I don't know, I'd say eight or nine days. It's, it's really coming up a lot. Um, so at this point in time, I think there's so much water coming in that, uh, that they can't let any more out, really. So, um, so it's, it's going to be nice to see it come up. We haven't seen it full in several years. So. Well, that's good because I'd heard that the, uh, if, as you go out across Pelican Point, there's some high spots out there that have had a couple of buoys on one of them was purple and by the time you saw the purple buoy you were in trouble <laughs> right yeah um you know there the islands were popping out pelican points sticking out pretty far everything's very well marked um and in fact um you know as the lake comes up those will, those won't be such danger issues anymore um but it really isn't too bad you know everything is like i said very well marked and the lake's already come up you know, in the past week or so, that those dangers are pretty much non-existent. Well, that's really good to hear, especially with the group coming up. I know we're going to have, 
I don't know, a couple hundred boats on the water. I mean, a couple hundred guys that are out there with boats on the water here. Uh, Friday and Saturday is our tournament, and then our banquet Saturday night. But um, for the fishing-wise, as the, as the fish started moving into, you know, Hilton, or are they back in McGee, or are they back in Crooked Creek, where are the guys catching them? Well, the, the main spots have been Alligator Point and Sandy Point, um, even over to Christmas Bay. They've been doing really well. Um, you know, so the boats have really been packed in there um, on those shelves and on those spots. McGee Bay is starting to produce some pretty nice fish as well. Um, Hilton, I haven't seen or heard of many people fishing over there. Um, whether that means, uh, I couldn't tell you whether there's fish are there or fish are, you know, are not there. So um, I haven't seen many boats there for some reason. But, uh, really? Not much in Crooked Creek either? Been, yeah. Uh, the North Arm has just been... That's where everybody's been going. Uh, well, that's, that's actually good information for somebody that's going to go up there and wants to play as a bait fisherman doing as well as the trollers, or what are they trolling to, and how deep? Um, well, the fish are not super deep right now, um, actually, anywhere from three to six colors. Um, so you're going to be fishing about 20 feet down. Um, the fly guys and the bait fishermen are fishing right about 20 feet um, so the, they've moved down a little bit. At the beginning of the year, the fish were they were all packed in the 7 to 15 feet of water, but now they've uh, they've moved down a little bit, and uh, they're they've really been uh, they've been cooperating quite well over the past week or so. Um, so I suspect you guys are going to have a great time up there. What are the troll? What are they? What are the trollers using? And how many colors? Um, three to six colors. Um, the black and silver rapalas have been doing really well. Um, the frog pattern Tasmanian devils, um, uh, along with the pink Tasmanian devils, um, have been very, very popular. Um, and as far as your spoons go, and, um, needlefish and things of that nature, it seems like the brighter colors have been wor working better, like the rainbow pattern, pink, stuff like that. Um, but uh, they've been, people have been just, you know, it's nothing but smiles out here. So uh, people have been <laughs> Well, <laughs> that's normal because... The fishery is usually so good. What's the average size of the fish you're seeing? Oh, I mean, average fish is a couple pounds, um, you know, and then obviously big, bigger and bigger from there. But, uh, you know, when you're talking a couple pounds for average fish and you're catching who knows, you know, how many a day, um, you know, if you're catching a release guy, I mean, it's, yeah, it's wonderful out there. And then uh, how, go ahead. how are your sacramental perch doing? Those are my favorite fish to catch. <laughs> Um, well, they've uh, really been, uh, over the past, I'd say about 10 days ago, they started just doing very well. Um, people are catching their limits, which is 25 per day. Um, wow. Yeah, they've been, the perch fishing's been great. I went out the other night and just kind of trolled around and drifted around for them, and uh, in a matter of maybe two hours or so, we, we probably caught 20. Is that mostly over wow. in McGee? Uh, no, that well, they're everywhere, but yeah, they'll be on the shores of McGee, kind of in the, you know, seven to fourteen by feet the of marina, water. But by I was the up tires. in the North Arm, up by uh, Layton. So, oh. um, and we have an actual perch derby going on right now too, which uh, has become pretty popular. Um, and that's uh, basically just the biggest perch over a five-week period um, wins a, pri a cash prize of five hundred bucks, and. Uh, People have really have been uh, getting into that. How do you get into that? In the past few years. <laughs> Excuse me? How do you get into that one? Well, you just register at the uh, tackle shop. You know, we have uh, 
We have registrations for them. It's 20 bucks to enter, and there's a first through third, all cash prizes awarded. And if you uh, happen to catch the, the state record, which comes out of Crawley Lake, um, we'll actually throw in another 500 bucks and mount it for you. Okay, I think I'm going to have to get in there when I when I when I register <laughs> on Wednesday or Thursday. That's going to be in the in the mill there for sure. So if somebody wants to come up and rent a boat and uh, and get more information from you, or you know, they can always come in through the gate. But uh, where do they call ahead, and what what phone number do they use? Well, you can give uh, Crawley Lake give our tackle shop a call at seven six zero nine three five four three zero one. Um, you can also visit our website at uh, crawleylakefishcamp.com, um, and then we have you know all kinds of information on there as far as uh, boat prices, the type of boats that we rent. You know, we have 94 boats that we rent here at the marina of all various sizes and styles, with fish finders. We have brand new polar crafts with 90 horsepower Hondas on the back. We have 14 pontoon boats, so we have any kind of boat for for whatever it is that you're looking to do. Perfect. Perfect, perfect. Well, I know I'm going to see you this week as soon as I get my boat back on the uh, on the fix here. I'm, it's going to the shop tomorrow morning, so hopefully well, I'll have it ready to rock. You? If not, I'm going to have to call you for a rental. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah, you're cutting it close being at uh, the tournaments here in just about a week or so, right? Yeah, at the end of the week, man. i got to figure out <laughs> how to come up there, pre-fish a little, and get in the program. Well, thanks for being a part of the show. I know you and... And uh, Abby probably are still waiting to go to dinner, but thanks for being a part. And we'll check in later on, and uh, as we go through the season, we'll get more information on Crowley Day. Oh, yeah, absolutely, anytime. All right. Well, it looks like we're going to have to go to another break, pay the bills, but we'll be back with more Rod and Rodney right after this. Captain Chris Randall from Chief Sports Fishing. And Captain Chris, tell us about what's happening on the Chief. It's here, and it's time to go on the Chief. For those of you who are not familiar with the vessel, she's an 85 by 24 deluxe sport fisher that offers a wide variety of open party trips, ranging from one to five days in length. We're also available for private group charters. The Chief's onboard anemones include a fully remodeled galley with comfortable seating for 25, twin flat screen TVs with hundreds of movies, two roomy indoor heads with fresh hot water showers, stateroom and open berthing areas, an impressively large deck area, 200 scoop bait capacity, we have twin six ton spray brine fish holds to keep your catch fresh, and our professional courteous crew will go the extra mile to make your trip a memorable one. To view our schedule, log on to H&M Landing at www.hmlanding.com or feel free to give them a call at 619-222-1144. You can also follow us on Facebook and at our webpage at Chief Sport Fish Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong, but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ringed hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. The warm weather is here and our lakes and rivers are brimming. Just remember, if you love California and you love to boat, please wear your life jacket. And make sure everyone with you puts one on, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hey, bass fishermen. Who do you call for your bass boat insurance? 
And if you're not calling me at 1-800-BASS-BOAT for your boat insurance, you're probably paying too much and may not have the coverage that you need. In 1974, I developed the Bass Boat Program. It is what all the pros use today. The reason? No depreciation or any partial claim for your hull, your big motor, your trolling motor, or your electronics until your boat's 10 years old. That's right. You only pay $250 to get your boat on the water for any partial claim, and we still pay a stated value replacement cost for your boat if you have a total loss. We're the only people in the industry that does that, and that's why we are the choice of the pros. So if you want the best, forget the rest. Just call 1-800-BASSBOAT. Call 1-800-227-7262 or just spell BASSBOAT. 1-800-BASSBOAT. I know there's too many letters, but the T is free and the call's on me. That's 1-800-BASSBOAT, the choice of the pros for BASSBOAT insurance. For more information, log on to 1-800-BASSBOAT.com. Rod and Reel Radio is now available as a podcast you can subscribe to on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Get notified as soon as new episodes are available, or go back and listen to our past shows. Browse through all of our archives shows at roddenreelradio.com slash archives, and click the subscribe button to get started listening now. We are back with more Rod and Reel Radio, and we're going to go down to San Diego and talk to one of San Diego's finest skippers, the owner of the legend, and talk to Mr. Chuck Tapp. Chuck, are you with us? Yes, I am. Good afternoon. How is everybody? Oh, we are alive and well, Chuck. So how is the fishing, man? It's been getting better, and reports have been coming up that, you know, things are on the way. Talk to us a little bit about what, what's out there and what we're looking for. Well, uh, there's a lot, a lot of fish around. Um, there's fish. Actually, the first sign of anything that's been down in the 29 block, um, I heard of yesterday there was some yellowfin tuna down below at 277 miles, and it's the first sign of fish we heard down there. There's yellowfin tuna up here and bluefin tuna up here. Almost every direction you want to go, the bite's not quite as good as we'd like to have, but we're looking at lots and lots of fish. And it's going to be like last year. All of a sudden, one day, it's going to just take off, and it's really going to bite. You know, is, are that, is that stuff on that no seams or the little bait, or, or are they eating the anchovies? What are, they, what are these fish kind of up on? It's really hard to say, uh, Stan. Um, I've talked to a couple of guys. There's so much feed and stuff around that it's unbelievable. But there's a different kind of feed layer here this year that I've seen on the sonar that I have never seen before. And I've asked three or four other guys. And, you know, nobody really knows what it is. Really? It's it's down anywhere from 20 to 35 fathoms. And when you find it, it's three, four different boat lengths long on the meter, on the up-and-down meter. It just lights the sonar up unbelievable, and it's a really, really bright yellow on the sonar. At one point, you kind of think it's crab, but it doesn't really mark like crab, and it doesn't really mark like squid. It's, and I've asked four or five different people, and nobody can give us a definite answer what it is. And the, you don't see anything really different in the fish when you clean them. Huh. I wonder. Well, it's not, do you, we still have the crab, though? Is it still pushed up? Yeah. There's still crab all over. I mean, not as much 
pushed up as you have been seeing. But like we fished the islands today, and there's crabs all around the islands. There's um, crabs on the way coming uh, home from the islands today. So in the last few days, we're offshore, and you saw crabs on the banks. So, but there was a lot of areas covered this weekend by a lot of different boats. What water temperatures are you seeing? The water, windy, is ranging anywhere from 63 to 68 degrees. Um, and it's really strange. It seems like the majority of the fish that are biting are biting on the cooler side instead of the warmer side. Usually you would think it's the warmer side, but it seems like the best amount of fish that you see and the best response you get on the little cooler side of the stuff. Has anything been caught on the troll baits, or are they still just finding the meatballs and then stopping on it and throwing bait? A couple of fish here and there, but the majority of it has been stopping on sonar schools, stopping on bird schools and stuff like that. I mean, you look at a lot, a lot of fish. It just doesn't bite as good as it should, and that's got to be because of all the feed layer that's around. Yeah, without a doubt. So what grade fish are you seeing? Well, let's put it this way, Wendy. Uh, one of the boats caught some 13, 14-pound fish today. The Cortez caught one that only weighed 207 pounds. <laughs> and, uh, another boat had a couple 300-pound fish. So there's fish anywhere in any size that you're looking for. It seems like in the morning you see the smaller fish, and in the afternoon the bigger fish show up. So somebody got a couple of 300-pounders, the bluefin? 207. Well, that's good and enough. That I, I'll take they, one of those. Yeah. They're still in um, U.S. I mean, in Mexican waters or U.S. waters? There is fish on the 43 and outside and southwest of the 43, down to the cross at the border, and there's fish down in Mexico. So... You know, there's there's good signs everywhere. I mean, and H&M definitely, you know, has a trip to, that are running. They have anything from a half day, three-quarter day, a day and a, one day, day and a half, two and a half days. So whatever tickles anybody's fancy, they really have it at this point. It's it's summertime now. Well, we'll, we'll have to see how things can they keep going. You, like last year, the fish had all this bait to eat. And, and it was kind of the smorgasbord for them with the crabs and anchovies and sardines. Now we got this newcomer into the thing we don't know, but they, they don't seem to be eating that, but they're around it. But we'll just have to wait until they kind of deplete the systems, and, and that'll maybe take a few weeks, and next thing you know, they'll start chewing the bait again. Oh, I'm sure it's going to happen. There's such a volume of fish around, you know, that it's um – you know, it's got really good sign. Everybody that runs talks about the amount of fish they're seeing and stuff. And some of the fish, you guys, it's like last year, you're hooking some of that big fish, and that's hard to land. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Well, you so know, what are you recommending for people to bring as far as tackle goes? What pound test line? And what well, Wendy, it, this is one of those things that if a guy's got some 15 and 20, he needs to bring one of those sticks. He needs to bring a 30 and 40 and a 50, 60 pound if he's got it. This is the time of year where you're going to have to bring what you have instead of letting it sit in the garage because 
<laughs> some of these smaller fish and stuff are biting a light line and a small hook. And then when you get in those bigger fish, you have to switch up to the heavier gear. So this is definitely a time when you have a couple different outfits that you need to bring them because you don't know what's going to happen because every single day in the ocean is different. That's right. That's very true. Well, if somebody wants to, to go out with you, what's the phone number to call? Well, we're got a little thing going on for the next two weeks. The legend is going to be the three-quarter day boat at H&M Landing Fishing Offshore. And if anybody wants to go three-quarter day fishing, guys, you get to go on a great big luxury galley with satellite TV and bunks to sleep in and stuff, which most of the three-quarter day boats don't have. So all you have to do is give H&M Landing a call or go to H&M Landing's website and get on a reservation there and come go three-quarter day fishing and catch some tuna. There you go. Well, I suggest everybody should be lined up and start trying because if you don't go, you can't catch them. That's you can't right. Catch one sitting at home. I don't care who you are. The bite's just not that good. <laughs> no, not that good. Well, Chuck, thanks for the report. We'll be checking in as we go through the season here because I know there's going to be changes both in the waters off California and in Mexico, and where we can actually fish in Mexico. So we'll we'll test those waters a little later. Thanks for being a part. Thank you very much. Good fishing to everybody. Thanks, Chuck. Thank you, Chuck. Talk to you later. Well, when we're uh, you haven't been fishing for thirty something days, so something's wrong with that picture. It's actually longer than that, but I have a little puppy that's just like having a newborn baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is that part. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I'm homebound for a while until uh, he can go out on his own and stay in the backyard and gets all gets all of his shots because he doesn't have all of his shots yet. But uh, as soon as uh, that happens, I've got my first five day trip, which is going to be on the Independence, July fifth through tenth, and oh, that's nice. a fun trip. Yeah, that's an Iserline Turner sponsored trip, so that's always a, a a full trip. It's it's been booked since the day we got off the boat, so that'll be my first five day trip. And I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, the fish will be biting. Hopefully, we'll maybe get a few exotics. I'm looking forward to hopefully catching uh, you know an albacore. A lot of that would be fun. That are. would be nice. You know, let's, what, you know when, when July is that trip? Mid, right. When is that uh, trip? July fifth July fifth through the tenth. You'll be home just in time to tell me what to do, because I've got a, a trip, a two-and-a-half day with a Top Gun with Bobby's, Bobby Taft. Uh, that leaves on the 14th to the, and goes to the 17th, so I'll be, I'll be checking in. Girl, you're going to be pre-fishing for me. Oh, good, because then you'll be pre-fishing for me for my trip July 23rd through the 25th on the Searcher. Perfect. <laughs> this, this, is Greg, a, you're a, it. this is a well-oiled machine here. <laughs> yeah, that's a great trip to go on too. You know, I love Art Taylor and the crew. I you mean, bet. Art works so hard, and he's get, you know that bit, that boat gets bit. So that's another five day trip that I'm on with uh, Lori from Turner's. Another Turner's Iserline trip, and uh, that's a fun trip. That's great. And I wish well, you could go with us on that ladies three day trip. It's a blast. We, last year we dressed up the crew. Because, <laughs> you know, it was an all-ladies trip. <laughs> well, you know, if I can put on a wig, it's the high heels that I have problems with. Oh, that's okay. None of us wear high heels. We're all wearing deck boots. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing. Well, i get I got to get ready to go up to Crowley first here. I got this one, and then uh, on the 26th, I leave for Alaska, and I'll 
be fishing out of Goose Lodge up there. I'm taking the guys from Stoked on Fishing that have never been. So Shay and some of the guys are going to go up there and, and uh, experience the real adventure of Alaska instead of just going to a lodge where you're going to troll around in a boat all day. Uh, this is I would the, love to do that. I have never been to Alaska. Oh, this is the adventure you would love to do, trust me. Um, and and we, maybe one day, I will probably do it again next year, and uh, it looks like it's going to be an annual thing again. For years, we, I went back and forth, up and back, and uh, the wife loved it. She actually f- fell in love with, with fly fishing the, the streams and rivers up there and then fishing for the kings where you're floating, floating the river instead of trolling out of a boat where you, just, you have to set the hook and hold on for dear life because, you know, when that thing comes out of the water, it's the biggest trout you've ever seen. You know, you get <laughs> king salmon to run. You know, you have you can keep one under twenty six and one over twenty six or something like that a day uh, on the so Nishigak where we'll be. Say what? Is it a? Are you in a drift boat? Yeah, we're in a drift boat, small, uh, big. It's a twenty foot John boat or whatever that style, and you're you're either back trolling or bottom bouncing with uh, salmon row, and and it can it is quite fun. That's all I know. Oh, that sounds great. I've never done that, so I'd be interested in that. No, you will. Well, we'll give the report after we're back from that. Well, you and I both got some fishing to do. Hopefully, I'll get my boat fixed from the guys at Amber Marine this week, and and I'll be up at Crowley, and I'll give you the report uh, on the next Sunday night if I get up there, and we'll. we'll and have... don't forget to enter for the for the Sacramento perch. Tournament. No, the Sacramento perch deal is a mandatory. <laughs> we'll we'll catch some of those <laughs> while we're trolling around and messing with those fish. So it's you know, all and good. I wonder how big those things are because. They used to get really big, I mean, bigger than dinner plate, uh, and they used to have where uh, a tournament where you could win $10,000 if you break the state record for a Sacramento perch. I miss those days, but $500 is good, too. Well, we threw that, we threw those, we threw two of those back, my buddy Jeff and I, one day, not knowing that. So we're going to go back and try it again. And Mean Ranch, <laughs> Bag of the Wild Girl, it looks like we have done another show, and, and we're off to do other things this week. All righty. Well, it was nice doing the show with you, Stan, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. We will definitely do that. From all of us here at Rod and Real Ready to all of you listeners, best wishes for big fishes, and we'll catch you next week. You claim that hoeing ain't no fun. But I can prove it. You ain't got no ambition. Gone fishing. 